Welcome to Expresso Crime, a podcast all about crimes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Whether you believe in the superstition surrounding Friday the 13th or not, a lot of unfortunate things have happened on the day. From plane crashes and disappearances, to floods, fires, and blizzards, and of course, there is the very popular Friday the 13th movie series based on true crime, but today's special episode will focus on the less known crimes that took place on Friday the 13th. To start off the episode, a 28-year-old bartender was stabbed outside her apartment building in the early hours of Friday, March 13, 1964, upon returning home from work. Two weeks after the murder, the New York Times published an article claiming that 38 people saw or heard the attack. However, out of the 38 witnesses, no one helped or even called the police. This would prompt what would become the bystander effect. However, researchers have discovered inaccuracies in the article as police interviews have revealed some witnesses did attempt to call police. Whether they did or they didn't, the attacker was arrested during a house burglary six days after the murder where he confessed to killing Genovese and he had served 52 years in prison where he had died. The next crime takes place on Friday, March 13, 1970. Marie Antsy was kidnapped and her body was found a week later. On Friday, November 30, 1970, Carol Hilburn was found beaten to death. Both cases are unsolved and potentially connected to seven other murders that take place from 1969 to 1973. These cases are believed to potentially be victims of the Zodiac Killer. This next crime is a parent's worst nightmare. David McGravey's parents kicked him out when he was 21. David then rented a room from the Ralph family where he would often cook dinner and babysit the three children. On Friday, April 13, 1973, David started drinking and was picked up and taken back to the Ralph home by the father. The father then left to pick up his wife, and when the couple returned, the police were there. While the couple was out, David became enraged because the nine-month-old baby was crying for a bottle. He put his hand over her mouth and strangled her. He would then choke and cut the two-year-old and then use a curtain rod to strangle the four-year-old. He didn't stop there. He got a pickaxe and cut the children's bodies up and took them outside and onto the neighbor's fence. David initially denied the crimes but eventually told the police, It was me, but it wasn't me. He received multiple life sentences. Next is the San Diego S&M killing. Brittany Kilgore was 22 years old and recently divorced. She was needing to move back to her hometown, so she was looking for movers. Kilgore met Perez and asked if he could assist her. Perez said if she will party with him for the night, he would have five men available to help her move in the morning. She met up with Perez that night, but was never heard from again. Days later, police found Kilgore's unclothed body in a ditch. It was later found out that Perez lived with his pregnant wife and another woman. The three were involved in the S&M lifestyle. The other woman was the couple's slave. In their home, a sex dungeon was found and evidence pointed to Kilgore being strangled to her death when she became an unwilling participant in the group's S&M activities. The couple and the other woman were all found guilty and received life without parole. 
And lastly, the November 13, 2015 series of terrorist attacks in Paris, where six t attacks occurred, including a mass shooting that led to a standoff with police. In total, the attackers killed 130 people and injured more than 400. That concludes Friday the 13th Crimes. The next episode will be on Sunday featuring the Son of Sam. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Smiley face.